everybody. This is your host, Kat Jones. Today is January 11th, 2020, and we're really excited to bring you the special episode of Queer All Year. Hey everybody, it's Kat Jones, the host of Queer All Year, and I am joined as always by my brother, Mick G. Ooh, that's a good coffee shop in Lawrence. Well, we're really excited because we have a really special episode for you guys today. And this is kind of last minute because I really could not find anything that happened in queer history today. Even though I know queer history happens every day, I found one thing, which is very exciting, which leads off to another thing that's very exciting. So stuff happens and then the ripple effect happens. And so sometimes we have to talk about the boring things that set off the ripples. And so the boring thing that set off the ripples today, which I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying because I am sure there are many people out there who watched this show and loved it and um, didn't find it at all to be boring. But on this day in history, PBS aired what some people will call the first reality TV show. It was called An American Family. It was a docu-series that followed the lives of the Loud family. But I mean, what family isn't loud? <laughs> anyway, the show introduced us to the eldest son, Lance Loud, who PBS says was the first reality TV star. I'm getting a lot of my sources from PBS because everything else seems to be copy-pasted from PBS. So we just have to kind of take their word, but I imagine he probably was the first reality TV star. Maybe the queen before that. Other than that, after coming out in the second season, he became the first ongoing openly gay, quote, character, even though he was a person, on TV, and he became a hero to the queer community. Now, This Day in History was the premiere of An American Family, the show. We will talk about Lance on his important days, of which there were many. I'll probably profile him in depth as well. So, we're just talking about the little drop, and then the ripples will ripple out, and we will eventually have a full story about how awesome the Loud family was, especially Lance. Now I can hear it. I can hear the yells from all over saying, it's January 11th. What about Alexander Hamilton? Kat, you really are a disgusting thespian. You know, I'm inducted into, I think it's Troop 210. Yeah, so I have official badges. But... Alexander Hamilton was born on January 11th, 1757, and there are some fairly well-established rumors that he was bisexual, and even if they're not totally true, we're going to talk about them because we're going to talk about Alexander Hamilton, and if they weren't true, we want to come to the bottom of it because it's history, and it's History about Hamilton. And hey, guys, if you know Lin-Manuel, um, I would love to have him on the show to talk about Hamilton. I want to know what you guys would like us to cover in his life. Because as we said, we tend to not do the days that people were born. 
We want to do the days that they did things. So what should we talk about with Alexander Hamilton? And preferably, I mean, if you're going to tell me something from the musical, then make it something I can research and make sure it was fully accurate. Because I know Lin-Manuel took a few artistic liberties because he's an artist. And that's what we do. And that's what we disgusting thespians do. And I love him. And I love Hamilton. So I would like to see you guys in our Facebook group, on our Facebook page, on our social media. Um, not on the Patreon. I want to see you on the Patreon, but that don't tell us there. That's a weird place to tell us. But I want to see you on all the social meds telling us what we should talk about with Hamilton and hooking me up with Lin-Manuel. I know one of you can do it. I know one of you can do it, and I'm going to be real upset if you don't. I'm watching I'm, I'm watching you. I'm eye on you. That kind of sounded like a threat. Maybe we should uh, move on. What are, what are we talking about here, Caitlin? I mean, it's not a threat if it's a promise, but all I'm saying is I really only had one story that I could bring to you guys with any sort of confidence. A lot of the stories I research end up being... You know, it says it's January 10th, but really it happened like February 24th or something. I spent a lot of time researching this and being sent in the wrong place. So I only had one story I could confirm for you. So I wanted to bring you another story that is making history today, which is that uh, Hillel Gray, who is a professor and a wonderful person, he has a project called empathy and the religious quote enemy and so i've met him at least three times now he comes to topeka kansas to show his students westboro pap this church which is in topeka a little infamous we call him the phelps they're not the phelps and a lot of people hearing this are going to disagree with me and be probably a little angry with me because hello Topeka but really there are so many families in there and the fact that so many of my friends are people with the last name Phelps who have left the church means that it can't possibly be the Phelps it's Westboro Baptist Church so when Hillel brings his class here he's trying to show them that the people of Westboro are just like the rest of us you can be a person and your ideology can be pretty bad you know um i didn't work too long at a quality house our garden didn't grow very often but i've been told that shirley phelps used to come over and help with the community garden they were really good neighbors and so it's very strange to see these people that i thought were horrible being nice to me and being nice to people I knew and then going to my graduation and holding up signs saying that God hates fags. And I'm going to say fags. I'm sorry. I should have said that before in the episode. I'll put it in the show notes. I feel like living in Kansas and having worked against them and trying to take the power away from that word, I, I say it. I'm not going to shy away from God hates fags. I think that gives it more power. It's 
like Voldemort if we want to be all, you know, lighthearted about it. Let's be lighthearted about bigotry. Yay. Um, Hillel, Hillel brings his class to show them what it is like to react with empathy in this kind of situation, which is, I think, something the Phelps, something Westboro Baptist Church isn't used to receiving. They are used to getting hot coffee thrown in their faces and being run over by cars or almost run over by cars or having bombs thrown at their house. That's what they're used to. So when you engage them, when they're holding their sign that says you're going to hell, you're kind of vindicating them. And what I mean by that is that they believe as far as I understand, that anyone who isn't in their church isn't going to be saved. And their way of getting you into the church is by scaring you with these signs that say you're going to go to hell. And it's actually done, as I understand, out of love. And I know that is a hard concept for people to understand. You have to sit and think with that for a long time. But I have come to understand how they feel like that's love. And so my journey with Westboro Baptist Church has really changed since I started working at Equality House, left Equality House, and still continue my relationship with Hillel and his classes. We are actually going to be meeting him and having an interview on Monday. So I wanted to get my and Mick G's um, interactions from youth with the church just so you can see our side growing up I'm going to try and keep my new my new opinions down I'm going to try and become who I used to be and so you can see you know what people here are like and then you'll be able to hear the, I guess the both of us and Hillel and his class after they've been to a Westboro service, which I've never gotten to go to, they vet you there. They won't let me in. And the interview is going to center around our experiences and then what they can bring to us. And I, I have never had an interview with him where I didn't leave just feeling like the world was going to be a better place. I really think this project is going to make history, of course, and it's breaking down barriers. It's showing that people who seem to hate are just normal people, and they don't hate you. They just have a strange way of saying they love you. And so that's what Hillel is going to bring to us. Now, I'll just go into... Um, my personal experience having grown up in Topeka uh, around the Westboro Baptist Church. Like I said, we called them the Phelps. That really wasn't fair because while it was started by Fred Phelps and his family, there are a lot of families there. And I have learned lately that a lot of my friends actually used to be in the church, which is surprising to me. My first interaction with them, I believe, was when I became aware that they were holding brightly colored signs outside 
our gauge park and our church and our schools. And um, I remember once asking my mom what fag meant. And then I wasn't allowed to read the signs anymore. Um, I still did because you're not going to like reach back in the back seat and cover my eyes. But I didn't know what they meant. Um, that was my first interaction with that. Uh, my other interactions were generally just normal. I would wonder why my friend would have to leave class during Valentine's Day or Easter or Halloween or anything because they aren't allowed to sell celebrate holidays. I think they are only allowed to celebrate Jesus's death because there is a line in the Bible, I don't recall which, that says that Jesus says he wants people to celebrate that he was resurrected rather than celebrate the miracles he did when he was there, I think. Um, a lot of my other interactions, uh, just being a theater kid, a lot of my stuff would get protested. Uh, our graduations, all graduations were protested. Uh, hearing about Robin Williams being protested. Just kind of like a lot. Eventually it turned to being used to it here and then they would go somewhere else and then the whole nation knew about us and knew about Westboro and I'm sure Westboro was happy about that but we were like no we're not here please don't look at us we're not here and we were here and we should have been louder but we weren't and um that was really up to up to my time at a quality house that was my experience with them was I didn't talk to him. I didn't learn about him. I just kind of let the church be. The church hold up really bad looking signs and have an awful board that they have horrible things on every now and then. And lately it's been very polite. And that's equally strange. So that's that's been about my experience with the church up to my empathy talks with Hillel. So maybe, McGee, you're younger than I am, um, and you kind of ran with a different crowd. Do you have other, other insights? Yeah, it was pretty similar to yours. I'll have to backtrack a bit because uh, you really have changed the way I fundamentally think about them because I always just refer to them as the Phelps. I, I didn't really have any basis for that other than that Fred Phelps was the founder. But um, on our way to church, we were uh, we were raised Methodist. We would always see these lewd, pornographic, seemingly evil signs. I mean, something that you could not put on the sidewalk to show in front of children. Um, we saw those. It kind of traumatized us. We didn't know... we didn't know if we were going to hell, if we were going to the wrong church, typical things like that. But there was some hypocrisy in the matter because while we alienated the Phelps kids or the Hockenbarger kids, the people involved with that church, we would also use fag as an insult at from time to time. So kind of in recent years, I've tried to think about why that possibly would have been. And I kind of want to put some of the blame on the fact is that the only insults we were hear hearing were homophobic insults. We didn't 
I didn't know curse words before I knew the F word, you know. We were being uh, bombarded with this imagery. It was what was in our minds. So I think, without a doubt, the Westboro Baptist Church had a subconscious effect on us at some level. And at the same time, it kind of had, you know, a bit of a... the opposite of what they were going for because there are people like me now who never would have been involved in, in anything like this. We didn't... I didn't know there was a way to stand up to anything or there was a way to understand people differently. Um, we have a youth group now for kids who are LGBT. We, that that would have like changed my world if that had existed when I was in high school. I just had theater class where sometimes I got to hide in the closet, you know. I mean, the, both closets. And they were just you know, they would pick at our theater shows and just about anything. And yeah, like you were saying, it got into our heads because there wasn't anything else in our heads. There was no one out there talking about it. There was no supportive adults talking about it. There weren't it. podcasts like this that you could go <laughs> on and listen to. There weren't podcasts. There weren't even radio stations you know cds you know you couldn't listen to someone talk about you being okay there weren't classes there weren't really churches you know there were churches who would accept people but they weren't going to talk about it there weren't places we could go there would be adults that we would know already where we're well they would keep us safe or let us sit out of class if we had to, we were having a panic attack, but there was no group or anyone that we could go to to learn that it was possible that there were people out there who were not straight. Everything in Topeka was not straight is bad. It was straight or not straight. And so anytime, you know, I had a crush on my friend T, I'll call her, when I was in high school, and that screwed me up for quite a while. That was a very strange time in my life, and I honestly would think about the Westboro signs, you know, what what am I doing? Am I doing something wrong? Because my church says I'm not, but they say my church is wrong. I don't really know what to do. And this was high school. This wasn't even like when I was young enough to be impressed by it. It had already gotten into my head. But as we grew older, we were able to grow as people, grow our hearts, and be more accepting of people. May have taken a lot of time, may have taken a lot of cannabis, but we did get there. I unfortunately didn't get the cannabis. But we did grow there. Unfortunately, a lot of Topeka has not gotten there with us, and that is why I'm very excited that Professor Hillel is going to be there, because he is all about empathy. His whole thing's about empathy. I am the most empathetic person in the entire world, and it's not a good thing sometimes, but I think Topeka needs it. I think the world needs it so they can see what Westboro really is, and that they're not a monster. They 
believe in what they believe and it's their form of love, which is what he is going to talk about in his interview, which I believe will drop next Friday. You can get updates on the interview or hang out or just whatever you want. Head out to our Facebook page, which is at Queer All Year Pod, or you can just search for Queer All Year. Our Facebook group is Queer All Year Fam or Queer All Year Podcast Fam. Searching for both works. We are Queer All Year Pod on all the other social meds, especially Twitter and Instagram. We may or may not eventually have a Snapchat, but I don't know how to use it. So if I figure out how to use it, maybe we'll have a Snapchat. Um, we have a Patreon. We are going to have more tiers, but we only have a few right now. We have a competition for the first 10 people who donate $20 or more. You will get a special gift from us. That will have to be made through PayPal unless you want to do a $20 or higher pledge on Patreon and be our absolute hero. But if you would like to donate once, that is at our PayPal, which is queerallyearpod at gmail.com because it doesn't recognize .lgbt. Speaking of which, our website is queerallyearpod.lgbt. You can go out there to contact us to see if we ever have any live shows, hint, hint, and uh, anything any updates we have your biggest thing that you can do for us is you can go out and subscribe and give us a five star rating it really helps us because four star somehow doesn't help it's got to be five star and we think we're worth five stars we think you're worth five stars so maybe let's trade our five stars and if you subscribe that gets us more downloads which gets us closer to getting nice ads for you guys hopefully i would like to have local ads things like that things that you don't hear very often so it would help us out a lot if you would share and like and subscribe and give us a five star review and remember we're making history together every day you're important and you're